1: what's going on everybody this is Colin with hey everyone it's elliot and this is episode 50 where uh today we're just going to talk about just uh, elliot and i are going to go over some things with consistency and getting our workouts in and just everything around uh trying to stay motivated a bit and and getting ourselves ready for a good season as we head into Kind of the, hopefully the tail end of winter for us dealing with uh the weather but uh you know this can be definitely a time that people struggle so we felt like Yeah, really what's good. The, what's the weather been like over there? Been pretty nippy. What is it? It's uh yeah, it's, it's probably around 0 right now. We've been getting a lot of snow. We got snow again yesterday. Uh we got a foot a couple of days before that. So we've definitely got a nice plenty of snow been outside a lot with the kids doing some some sledding and all that fun stuff nice so yeah how about you guys any exercising outside or mostly in your pain cave uh so i have started i did my first run with my dog um last week and uh so i got one of those um the special dog uh, leashes or whatever that wraps around your waist and then yeah. runs out. so uh first session went pretty well it was actually yeah a i remember cool. uh when I visited
0: you, when we did Boston Marathon, you ran with your dog, and your dog got lost. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> this is a new dog. Oh, uh, you had a new dog. Yeah, yeah. Dolly passed away, unfortunately. So really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. So, oh. Yeah. Rosa is our new new dog. Rosa. Which, yeah, and she's a handful. So, <laughs> uh, but couple spinoramas to try and keep the leash uh, in order during the during the run, but. Uh, She did pretty well. I think we ran about four miles and, uh, she, she held up pretty good. So nice uh, trying to work some of that stuff in, get that young puppy, uh, energy out and, uh, get her out a bit, which is good. So, um, yeah. What's the temp been like for you guys? Pretty mild. Um, we're by right by the ocean.
0: So it's been in the forties the fifties every, every day, but you've been getting outside a lot. Yeah. Running, especially, but kinda of wet, so just been sticking to Zwift and luckily the pools are back open so I can start swimming again. And yeah, nice. been three weeks with the pools back open, so it's been nice getting some fitness back. Nice. So how often are you swimming? Every weekday. Try to go every every weekday. Oh really? Look at yeah. you. Gotta get Look my really. I gotta keep my advantage up out of the water against you
1: not going to happen now, buddy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We shall see. We shall see. (laughs) But yeah, again, you know, this is definitely the the time of year, I think, when, you know, the motivation of maybe the new year and getting some excitement, maybe wearing off and, you know, getting up for those early morning workouts or other types of things uh, can get in the way with the cold and everything. Um, There's plenty of excuses that come up here. So we just want to kind of Go over some things that maybe help us to uh, to stay on track and uh, and avoid those kind of things. So,
0: so yeah, I mean, this is I've I've been even having issues with this myself. Is so last year you trained for your big events, an Ironman or marathon or half Ironman or any kind of triathlon, and it didn't happen. And you put all that energy into it. I mean, how can you motivate yourself this year when? you don't really know these are going to happen. So, I mean, I, I struggle with it myself. I mean, I could tell a lot of other people are struggling with it as well, but what would you tell your clients?
1: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, to me, you know, what I like to remind people of, and certainly myself, is it's really love the racing and, you know, really want that to be a piece of it. And the um, big reason why I'm doing a lot of it, but, To me it it really is ultimately about the lifestyle and you know staying fit and staying healthy and being a role model to my kids and things is really what's what's most important to me so you know sometimes we get too caught up in those short-term race goals you know and we forget about what we're really doing this for and so taking a quick step back and just remembering those kind of things and hopefully you do have the motivation um you know to continue to train even if you know that uh, there is a chance that your race not be may not be happening or it's going to be shifted to later or who the heck knows these days i'm done yeah. done making uh you know i
0: mean it's uh, just i mean especially for like ironman racing it's like there's there's a there's a line between just maintaining and you know just keeping your fitness versus okay you're preparing for an ironman in 3 months and i mean those 100 mile rides and the 20 mile runs i mean they're not natural and like it really does take motivation to get those done.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've got a couple clients training for Texas right now, which is quickly approaching here and, you know, we're starting to really ramp up the volume there and, uh, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, it's in, it's in Texas. So that's a positive, you know, and, uh, you know, I think increases the likelihood, but, uh, who knows what's going to happen here with, with that race. And I sure hope that it goes off, but, uh, um, that's, it's a very good point And, and certainly, uh, there's plenty of reason to be skeptical of, of whether it's going to happen or not.
0: Yeah. And I guess my motivation is just, I don't want to go into a race in horrible form. And I mean, if I didn't train for it, I probably wouldn't even do it. So I go, I might as well just act like it's going to happen. I mean, I, I think it, it may happen. So yeah, might I mean, as well I, be in well, good shape
1: for it. No doubt, you're gonna get you're gonna get yours in that this year. Yeah, yeah, that. one of them. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, so, we'll see. But I mean, what what are what are kind of some of the things you consider in your daily routine that helps you be successful in getting getting your training in? Getting it done first thing in the day before any of the any of your other commitments
0: is probably the biggest which I know you, you're you a big fan of. I mean, you're three hours ahead of me, and I always see you at 4 o'clock, already done with your workout. My, 4 o'clock, my time.
1: Yeah, but. right, right. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think that that is hands down. You know, you want to avoid distractions. You need to get it done first thing. I mean, outside of kids and, and so forth, you know, that's really – the best opportunity. And uh, it's probably recommendation number one. I mean, you know, a lot of people will say, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm not a morning person, you know, I can't make that happen. And which is true, there's definitely different types of people in the world. And, and some people naturally struggle more in the morning in the morning. But uh, I think the biggest culprit there, if you struggle with that is that you're going to bed too late. And then therefore, you're not, you know, you're not getting enough sleep. So it's only natural to be exhausted if you're, uh, not in getting into a good rhythm and, you know, trying to get into a good routine where you're going to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah. So, you know, for me, that's, uh, I, I would like to say it's, you know, starting to shut it down around 8 PM reality has been lately, it's been closer to 9 PM, but uh, you know, still trying to get at least, you know, that seven hours is is what I shoot for and feel like uh, I need to be able to perform uh, and, and be in a good state for more than just training um, and getting enough sleep. So, you know, I, I think that even when you're you're talking about getting up and doing things first thing, it really starts the night before. And I guess to that point here, we can give some suggestions. And if you are maybe not a morning person, or, you know, we have a uh, plug, you know, our, our Zwift rides that we start, uh, we do Tuesday and Thursday mornings that we just drop down to 545 a.m. Eastern that we start those at. And few people are getting on a few minutes late or, uh, you know, do not love that we do them that early. And, you know, a couple suggestions may be to get everything ready the night before. Right. So get your bottles all set up. And, uh, you know, if you're doing scratch or some kind of sport drink, get that all going, get your clothes, you know, your kit laid out, um, everything ready to go so that you can spend as much time in bed as possible and roll out of bed and, uh, you know, jump on the bike or do whatever it is that you need to do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really think that the night before is really in the day before you're setting yourself up for success or failure, you know, for that next day. So that's a, a big one that, uh, well, and especially
0: that- for Zwift rides. I mean, sometimes I wait off for like 10 minutes before the ride starts and my bike's still not on the trainer and I still haven't filled up my bottles and you're just scrambling. And it's so hectic in 10 minutes. And I mean, I've ended up missing my ride sometimes. I'm like, why didn't I just. Yeah. Plan ahead well, a little bit,
1: <laughs> and they've gotten better. I think, with the exception of the the host, uh, whoever set up the ride. Oh um, well, yeah, so actually, if you're doing like the the ones that just are generically offered on Zwift, I think you're SOL on those. But uh, they have made it so that the group rides that you know you've been invited to, that those you can join late. Oh, um, nice. So that's new. So, uh, I think it's up to a half hour. You can, um, you can join up, uh, late there, but one, one struggle I'll admit that I've been challenged with is especially for those. So those are actually, you know, if I'm getting up at four, which I typically do, and they're not till 545, I will start doing some work or get a swim in and do something before. And I have a problem where, I always feel like I can get one more thing done before getting onto to the, <laughs> the workout. And it's always like, Oh, okay, I've got, you know, 10 minutes here. And so, and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh crap, it's starting in two minutes. <laughs> and so as, as most of my crew can attest, I'm usually hopping on just in time, but uh, <laughs> you know, getting that, that prep done can really go uh, a long way and getting ready for those. Um, but another as we're on the topic of group of group rides and, you know, group training, you know, accountability and, you know, having people that you're training with, I know we're in the middle of a pandemic where a lot of people are doing their training by themselves, but, uh, Zwift and and other platforms have made it, you know, possible for us to train together virtually. Um, so, you know, if you've got somebody, Elliot and I may not be the best examples, given the three hour time difference, but, uh, you know, if we wanted to train together, we, we could, yeah. and you know that that accountability piece can go a really long way so if you're struggling with with getting those workouts in maybe it's time to uh try and get a buddy involved right. and you know get uh, get something set up so that you I mean and that's
0: one of my main i mean a lot of people struggle with well it's just motivation in general but like for swimming i mean i think that's one of the main benefits of masters is training with a group i mean a lot of i mean just waking up early and into the cold and jumping in the pool is just not always on your priority, list, top of your list. But when you're meeting a group of people at a certain time, I mean, that really motivates you to get your ass to the pool because yeah. you got to.
1: And I chuckle here. It's so true. It's weird. It's funny with me. I actually found now it's a little, it's obviously more convenient. I can just hop in my endless pool. But when I was going to swim in primarily a place called Hampshire Hills, I could be no problem like motivated get to the pool and you know be getting ready to jump into the shower just to pre-rinse and that's like when I get my low (laughs) it's like oh god here we go (laughs) it's like but at the same point at the same time at least there you're there so it's like I'm not turning around (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but everybody has their moments but you know, getting yourself out the door or committed to something, you know, is is a lot of times half the battle. Yeah, you know, and that's not to say, you know, that there's anything wrong and with with either, you know, pulling the plug and and cutting a workout short, if your body's not feeling it, or, you know, just because it's written down on a piece of paper sitting in the cloud somewhere for a workout to be done doesn't mean that you have to do it to the T, right? You know, listening to your body is really important. And I think can ultimately lead to more consistency when we do respect what's happening with our bodies. But uh, you know, we've got to get ourselves in the position to at least try. And, yeah. you know, if we can get through even the first, you know, a lot of times 10 minutes and just say, all right, you know, even if you get to the pool, let's say, I think, I think the winter in the pool for a lot of triathletes is probably the biggest struggle and challenge. And, you know, if you're you're struggling there, just say, all right. I'm going to do the first 10 minutes and then I'll reevaluate. And if I'm still not feeling it, want to get out, then, you know, maybe that, that point, you know, you can be willing to do that, but uh, you know, you got to give yourself the opportunity.
0: Yep. Yeah. And a lot of it's just improvising too. I mean, if, I mean, Wednesdays are my run speed days and sometimes I just don't feel like going that fast or like, I just have like a little ache or pain that I want to be careful with. And a lot of times I just, kind of tell myself like is this the smartest thing to do or if I had a coach I'd be like hey coach is this I mean I have a little pain in my hamstring or something and should I be doing this and so a lot of times I mean I do exactly what you do just do something rather I mean doing something a lot of times is better than nothing and I think that really helps with me mentally too it's just completely skipping something when you had the time to do it is a lot worse than or a lot better than
1: skipping it entirely a lot of times. Big time. Yeah. I mean, especially when it comes to running, you know, if you're feeling flat and uh, you know, we have to push through some of that comfort and we can't just, Oh, I'm tired and make that excuse every time. But uh, you know, if we're going out and you know, we start that first interval or whatnot and it's just not happening, you know, maybe try the second one and it's still not happening. Um, For example, actually. uh, So my, Hampshire Hills group rides have started back up. So we are riding together in person on Saturday mornings and uh, not this past Saturday, the Saturday before that uh, I got going. I actually think may have it, part of it could have been a miscalibrated Wahoo snap that was uh, (laughs) saying I was going at lower numbers than I actually was, but I just was really, really flat that day and had been pretty lethargic for the last few days. And so instead of doing the high intensity intervals, I just pretty much spun the whole time. And so, you know, I still got the two hours in and, um, you know, I'm (laughs) a little bit different situation than most, so I guess I'm kind of committed and got to be there one way or another, (laughs) but, uh, um, but you know, I just, and I just told, told the people that were there, I said, "Ah, I'm flat today. I'm, you know, I'm not going to do the intervals and I'm just going to be here leading the workout. And, uh, you know, I did get a comment of, oh, I guess you are a human Colin, you know, whatever, which was, uh, was flattering, but, uh, you know, it it certainly happens to the best of us and
0: well you are definitely human and that's what i've always enjoyed looking at your training i mean you you told me before like i mean you don't get 100 percent of your workouts in or a lot of times you do have to shift things around because of your schedule so i mean how do you how do you deal with that
1: yeah so it's the biggest thing i could say is just being accepting of it right and recognizing that it's it's not gonna happen ideally uh you know, or exactly the way you want it all the time and, and being okay with that. You know, one thing I, I will say that I think I've recognized and gotten better at too is, is you know, with having too much going on, ultimately, you know, I, I do prioritize different things at different times of the year. So, you know, me scrambling to go out and get that run workout, you know, this afternoon to call it or whatnot, when I have, you know, a million other business related things that I need to get done, you know, in January or even February, I may say, crap, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting that run in today and being accepting of that. Whereas if that's, you know, six weeks out for an Ironman, I'm going to figure out a way to make sure that I get. No, you're a completely
0: different person when you lead up to an Ironman. I mean,
1: (laughs) I'm like, Oh wow. This guy actually does all of his workouts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It would be interesting to see if I could, have the time and just, uh, just do it all. Right. Um, you know, on, on point, I'd certainly love and aspire to, to be consistent like that, but, you know, you gotta be willing to roll with the punches and I've definitely gotten comfortable with that. And I think that that's definitely been helpful to me in in being successful. Yeah. Um, you know, well, and
0: another thing is just recognizing which workouts are more quality based versus just like, I mean, there are a lot of filler workouts that, I mean, if you need to skip, then you can, but I mean, I think recognizing that quality is better than quantity all the time. I mean, especially leading up to an Ironman. So, I mean, if you can hit your quality sessions and do as much as the filler sessions as possible, I mean, you're going to be in pretty good shape leading up to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it really, to me, comes to down to mindset too, you know, and just, having, understanding the purpose of the workout, right. And giving yourselves, maybe giving yourself something to focus on and make sure that you're going to be on point with, for that workout, as opposed to just being, you know, another random yeah. off the bike going through the motions. Day. Right. So, I mean, you that's kind of what board. I like about
0: the workouts that we give our athletes is like the very top, it says, this is the goal of the workout. This is what we're focusing on. And you should never go and do a workout being like, okay, what's the point of this? I'm just going to go through the motions. I'm just going to hit the numbers, but I don't really know what I'm doing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're somebody that's, that's struggling with that, and I I would say overall, if you're somebody maybe that's we'll, we'll plug some coaching here. I mean, if you're not really motivated and you know, you're, you're struggling to get workouts and things like that, you know, getting somebody to help you with accountability can go a tremendously long way.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I say it regularly when I'm talking to new potential, uh, clients, but, uh, there's a lot of times that we're just glorified babysitters, you know, and that's what uh, I call my job. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> no,
1: but it's needed.
0: I mean, even sometimes when I'm training, I mean, I, I mean, you've offered it to me before, like just, I go, you, you can have access to my training plan and you can see what I'm doing. But a lot of times, like there's no one really looking over my back. Yeah. And a lot of times I'm like, I mean, if I skip this or do something different, I mean, who cares? It's all up to me. Right. But having a coach is very beneficial in that regard.
1: Totally. Totally. And yeah, <laughs> things off and, you know, it can help you. And, and also if you're, you know, if you're running into a funk, and, you know, one, make sure you're telling your coach that because they're not going to necessarily know that, especially if they're you're not seeing that person on a regular basis. So, you know, if uh, it's it's much better, again, kind of going back to doing something than nothing. So if you're just like, the you know, I don't have an hour to get this in here and you just say the hell with it. You know, you're you're definitely not going to be setting yourself up as well as if you say, you know, Hey coach, you know, I've got only got 30 minutes here or, you know, just the fact that you have somebody that can hopefully step things back if you're, you know, um, training only permits for a certain amount of time or just, you know, your mojo, like I like to call it, is is just really low and you got to respect those things. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't, you're either going to, you know, burn out completely or, you know, you're going to potentially get an injury. So, you know, you really want to be mindful of those kind of things. But again, to me, a lot of that, I think comes back to mindset and, you know, if you're just not motivated because you're, it's a lot of times you're not thinking about the right things or having an understanding of where you're trying to go. Right. So if you don't have direction and, you know, it's just all about, you know, Oh, I have this Ironman in four months. So great. You know, I know I need to do this workout as opposed to oh, I know I have this Ironman in four months and I'm going to break for 12 hours, you know, or whatever it is. And you have more detailed and some um, different goals that you're really working towards. You know, I think that that can make a monster mental difference because. Yeah.
0: And you got to uh, realize there there's long-term, mid-term and short-term goals. And I mean, yeah, you, you want to have a long-term goal or like an Ironman to shoot for. But I mean, I treat my training like, I mean, I have my training sent to me the night prior every single day and it shows me exactly what I need to do and I don't know when I when I successfully get my workouts in each day it's kind of like my mini race each day it's kind of it kind of gives me satisfaction where I mean you want to keep your eye out on the main prize but getting your workouts in every day kind of gives me a sense of satisfaction on a daily basis
1: yeah (laughs) you know just again for overall health and you know if you want to even take focus on that card and you know i definitely notice uh you know even this year after florida i took you know what over a month off i think pretty much and really didn't do too much and i was focused on some different things and you know as my fitness started to drop my energy levels definitely started to drop too and so Even though I wasn't training, I'm not sure as being as productive as I was when I was training. Um, because yeah, I mean, don't you think when state. you
0: when you're training and deep into a training plan and you're just constantly hitting workouts in, I mean, it does carry over to other aspects of your life too. I mean, I've yeah. I just feel way more energetic, way more productive. Your sense of well-being is just so much better.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really is. You know, I mean, I, I,
0: that's probably the main reason why I just keep going. And I mean, I do want races to come back, but training does. It makes me happy, and there really is nothing else that that does that for me. I mean, yeah, I've tried playing video games, I've tried watching TV, I've
1: tried everything, and it just it doesn't give me the same type of feeling. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. It's, and and you know we obviously have a tremendous passion for the sport, you know, and uh, you know, that maybe triathlon isn't, you know, the right thing for you now, you know, and you got to respect that and and figure out what it is that you're passionate about and, and do those things, you know, hopefully it's something that's good for your health and that you have some passion for, but uh, if you have the right mindset and, you know, and if that's still not working, then, you know, I've, I'm never afraid to tell somebody that maybe you do need to take some, some time off from it, you know, and um, you know, so, But it usually comes down to you know figuring out some kind of issues that are not being addressed that uh that are leading to that kind of problem and whatnot so yeah um you know that that planning piece of it really and and figuring out your why is is just so important yeah so
0: and i i I remember talking about this in the past but you're a big fan of making lists like to-do lists and having that throughout the day I mean I think that's I've been doing that lately just with work and my training and all that and just checking stuff off the list every day yeah kind of makes me sometimes you lose track of like oh my gosh I actually did all this today and when you yep. make a list like that you're like wow I was pretty uh pretty uh or you can even yeah, totally. pretty productive today
1: that's actually, I'm going to give a couple of plugs for a couple of products that I use here. So the first thing I would success, uh, I would, excuse me, recommend that people look at, and Brian Kane mentioned this when we had him on the mental performance coach, but the success hotline, um, is something there is, um, a tremendous resource and a mentee actually a, uh, an educated professor at a university, but, uh, He has been doing this podcast or this um, recording. He's now moved it over so you can actually, um, you can see it on or listen to it on Spotify as well. Um, But uh, you really want to have Dr. Rob Gilbert. um, He gives a three minute spiel every day. And it's just something motivating or talks about something inspiring, really, that, you know, that these, what these great, most of the times athletes and people are doing and why they're successful or what kind of, you know, this just different examples that can be totally different each time. But um, so you can, his, his uh, podcast, if you look at it on um, Spotify is under success hotline or the phone number is 973-743-4690. Again, 973-743-4690. And what I love to do now is I've actually uh, so I usually am bringing some kids to school at this point. So I like to listen to it in the car on the way to school and hopefully have the kids listen to it too, as being, you know, something uh, that they can, they can get out of it. Um, but the other thing for accountability that can be really helpful is the, um, oh shoot. Now I'm drawing a blank on the name of it here uh oh uh sorry i have it set up so that at 8 a.m every morning i get a list um so that i can write down or or check off what i've been doing and uh can be helpful for accountability here and where the heck did that oh here we go hold on here uh duh, 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 duh. Where is this? I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to put this in the notes here. I can't believe I can't find this here. And I had a note on it. But uh, there is an, uh, it's a daily life, I think. Um, <laughs> there is an app that we'll, we'll put in the show notes that uh, is really great. And uh, I will I will find it here. Um, Elliot, do you have anything else like that, that you do? Will I dig this up? Um,
0: up I mostly just use my iPhone's like reminder app or just making lists off of that so i mean nothing too complicated but um yeah yeah i mean kind of just when you're winging it
1: some days you're just i don't know you can get it the way of life app sorry the The way Way of of life life. Jeez. um so yeah so that's something that brian kane made that uh, I have been using and uh, is is really good. So you can fully customize it to, you know, what you want to be part of your daily schedule. But uh, again, it, it all comes down to accountability and, you know, make, you know, you don't, you're not going to do things that you don't remember or have any intentions of doing. Right. So, you know, these kind of things. And then when you make it a habit and another, if you're looking for a great read, um, you know, Daily Habits is an awesome book that uh, can really give you some some great perspective on um, you know what to what to focus on and if you're struggling to get things in there's um, some awesome things that that can that can help with so those are a few few things that you can use as resources to help you with that if you're struggling
0: so there are some days where you just have way too much stuff on your plate or you just know it's just going to be a crappy day I mean, and you just can't get any workouts in. What's your philosophy on, I mean, do you make up workouts later on in the
1: week, or do you just skip them entirely? So typically, I skip them entirely. You know, there's definitely, like we talked about, you know, you should likely have some different workouts that are higher quality than others, you know, so you may want to shift things around to get those quality workouts in. But you got to be careful, because, you know, if you're stacking those quality workouts on top of each other, depending on what exactly they are and where they are in relation to your races, um, you know, that can definitely backfire on you. So in general, I would definitely encourage people to just skip that workout, kind of move on. You know, there is other ways where maybe, you know, if you're, let's say you missed a important run or a longer run, um, you know, you maybe want to add in a little bit more volume each day, the following week or something like that to, to make up for it a little bit. But in most cases you know just just sticking and moving forward you know no one workout is really going to sabotage your training you know or be that detrimental if you miss it so usually just moving on is is the way to go but um i'll say even with the as busy a schedule as i have um, there is no time or no day that i can recall I guess with the exception of when I'm with my family or like on vacation with them and it's more of just, but it's it's a choice that, that is being made to not get your workout in.
0: Yeah, and speaking yeah. of like being accountable, so the way coronavirus is, we have to make reservations for the pool at an hour long blocks every day. Right. Somehow I always make it, when I have just a run that I've, a 45 minute run that I have planned that I can do whenever, a lot of times that's way harder because I right. mean, you just, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll just do that later. I'll do it later. And then dinner time comes around and then later 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 around later and and you're down. like, wow, I'm not going to yeah. get this
1: done. <laughs> no, so that's I'll just be, amazing to honest, me. I've been, I've been struggling or just, I've been waking up and doing a lot of work first thing in the morning and trying to get some of those things done. And I say, Oh, you know, I'll have this window to get that workout in. And, uh, I would say these days, uh, maybe 20% of the time it's been happening. It's just, just totally validates what we're saying about, you know, things just get in the way and we, we, uh, we really struggle when we don't get things in. And so, um, getting the workouts in first thing is, is really key. And, um, when I'm on point and I'm really bringing my A game, that's what's happening. Yep. Yeah. You know, so what about, so
0: I went about two months without swimming and a lot of people like they remember like their fitness levels when they were in great shape. And I mean, I've even let myself, I mean, with swimming, it was just, the first week back was just awful. Like you just don't feel good. And you're like, why? I don't even enjoy this right now, but how do you motivate people to kind of either get started in the sport or kind of motivate them to get going again because I know I mean it's February now and races are going to come up pretty quickly and you have
1: to you're gonna have to start soon well I mean a couple things on that I guess one thing I'll say is you know I am a big fan or really with with my lifestyle I know that I need to take kind of a break at the end of each year and kind of do some other things and prioritize other things so you know, I always do kind of tell myself I'm not going to let my fitness slip too much, you know, but um, there's no doubt there's times when I'm, you know, especially can notice it really running or certainly, I guess yeah, across the board, you can really notice it. And, you know, you're like, man, why did I let this happen? You know, why did I did I get behind, you know, or let my fitness go? And, you know, yes, it, it sucks in the time being. But one, if you can stick with it, you will get back much you know very pretty darn quickly and before you know it you're going to be surpassing those things so you know just battle through it but just embrace it you know like this is another thing where you can be you know for me with my long runs typically I got about a three mile uphill at the end of them so when I'm out of shape and I'm you know trying to run up those last three miles and I'm, I'm feeling it you know I could totally be of the mindset of oh my God, this is awful. Why am I do this? I'm never going to get back to where I'm going to be. What the hell? Or I can say, here we go. This is it. I am getting the opportunity to push my body like I you know know I can. And it's going to be a little harder right now, but I'm going to get back. And this is what I need to do right now to, to get myself to where I want to be, you know, when it comes to, you know, whatever is event that I'm, I'm ready for. And, you know, putting a smile on, or even actually Dr. Gilbert in that hotline was talking about uh shoot, I'm drawing a blank on which athlete it was, but uh, there was a tremendous champion. Uh, I think it was a wrestler that like, uh, I think went all the way through the Olympics and he only, including high school, he only lost like one match or something like that. And one of the key things that he did is anytime that it got hard is he used that as mo. And so instead of, you know, shutting down or going to negative, he would say, yes, this is an opportunity. Here we go. I have a chance now to, you know, pick myself up and and thrive above this. And I think that that, you know, that mindset is absolutely huge, right? Because especially if we're trying to get faster, we're trying to get stronger, you're going to hurt. It's going to suck. There's times it is going to suck. And, you know, it's what you do with that suck. And so, you know, for me, it's, it's saying, all right, you know, and having a good attitude about it, right? You know, would I rather do this suck or would I rather be, you know, doing drugs and being a waste and heading down, you know, in a, in a terrible place, you know uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the alternative for me. And uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not willing to go there again. And so, you know, those are the types of things that you just gotta figure out what it is that you need to do mentally to, to get yourself past that and embrace those challenging moments and make the best of those, because that's what it really comes down to. And that's what, the elite and the successful do is they battle through it and the weak cave, you know, and and turtle and, uh, and then they end up, you know, not having the success that they want. Yep. So mindset is key. Yep. You no. Know, and then that, that is only going to lead you to, if we didn't now translate that to racing, right. You know, there's, there's same thing, you know, you know, if you're pushing yourself and you're trying to get that PR push for that you know, that next position, it's going to hurt, you know? And so the more you do that in training and get yourself ready to that one, that's probably going to take a lot longer for that, that time to come in the race, but then when it does come, you're going to be ready. And you know, that, that is absolutely critical and essential for being able to, to get yourself to, you know, hitting the goals. Just like Tom Brady, uh, (laughs) Tom Brady baby here after uh so we're recording this the day after tommy won his uh seventh super bowl and are you uh, jealous uh jealous no i'm happy for him oh <laughs> yeah no no no. i'm very happy for him you know i think that uh it's a testament to him you know it's validating him as as the goat and that it wasn't all bill belichick right you know that he is a champion in its own right and uh i think that he you can say what you want about he doesn't he's certainly not perfect and uh he uh he's done some things that I wouldn't agree with uh but uh he's he's a competitor that dedicates himself and uh has put himself in in good positions to be able to win and he finds a way to win so if you can't respect that uh you know I don't I don't know what you're looking for and I think you have to be able to give a guy that that is that successful some credit yeah for sure even the russell was uh wilson fans yeah (laughs) hey no i would take
0: brady over wilson
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know but he's he's again i'll quickly expand on that you know this is a guy that signed a contract back when he was what 35 or 36 and said i'm gonna be playing until i'm 45 right and everybody you know thought that that was the most ridiculous thing in the world that he could even say that and, you know, yes, he hasn't done it yet, but he's, you know, 43 and just won a Super Bowl. And why is he doing that? He's doing that because he's had a plan this whole time and he's known where he's going to go. And he's not letting, you know, distractions or challenges or other people tell him that's ridiculous, Tom. There's no way you're going to be able to do that. Right.
0: So Colin, and, how long are you going to be doing uh, Iron Man for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Uh, depends on the your, your answer should be depends on the life yeah <laughs> there's a factor in there but uh now i i hope i will be doing them the rest of my life and well maybe not necessarily full of distance ironmans but uh i do believe in this this lifestyle and, and yeah. what it does for me and uh it's it's good so i i uh, certainly hope that i don't ever have to uh to give up the sport but uh you know you got got sacrifices and other things that do take priority over that and, right. and but you'll that. always but, be uh,
0: you'll always be involved in some type of physical activity
1: for sure for sure you know definitely have some aspirations to do things with the kids especially they get older like you know there's the forty-four thousand foot uh mountains or hikes in new hampshire that uh, i'd love to do with my kids someday and so you know maybe instead of going out for a long Saturday ride, you know, it's going to do a hike like that with them and and different things, you know, but uh, being active and uh, you know, helping them as much as I can. Did just get another uh, smart trainer so that hopefully uh, Calvin, Gabe and I, and uh, hopefully Eli, we're starting to get him spinning a little bit um, can be uh, yeah. Riding together. And uh, you know, I'm, I'll definitely look forward to embracing uh, being able to, to do things with them, even if it's at a little bit slower pace for the time being here and Ruby's going to be the ne- next Chrissy Wellington, right? Chrissy Wellington. Yeah. She's going to start in the pool. You know uh, she's uh, they're having fun with the endless pool, which is good.
0: Oh, that's great. Still, Put the little kids in the, in the water. Yeah. yeah. Teach them young because everyone that's swam when they're younger is way, way better swimmer than me. Exactly. You and I.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, and you know, and for those while we're talking about swimming, and I have a webinar coming up on Thursday, we're going to be going over some tw- swim technique stuff. But if you're following any of the pro triathletes, Lionel Sanders is a good one that uh, I definitely agree with the, some of the criticism he's been getting lately. Is he says I suck at swimming, and you know he's he's bitching about his uh, 112 per hundred pace for the thousand time trial he just did, you know, or 113, whatever it was, which most people you know, would, would kill to do that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it is, I understand his point and he did address it in his most recent video where he said it's all relative. Right. And, you know, compared to his competitors and, and his, his biking and running capabilities, I still wouldn't say he sucks at swimming. You know, he's got some room for improvement, but um, I still don't think that that is the, the best mindset for him to be able to. It's to a bad
0: get, attitude yeah. and it's a bad way to, you shouldn't say that to your followers if i mean well, I for mean, someone I, as I, good I as you it. are you shouldn't be i mean because it kind of puts me kind of puts me down i mean yeah. i'm not even i'm not even that fast and I'm like i would kill to have that kind of right. time so you for shouldn't sure. really say that kind of stuff well i mean I as a leader his, his yeah i mean i do and, like his honest i think yeah. that's why a lot of people follow him too is his yeah, honesty and he's
1: real well, who knows what he could do if he really was you know not, I mean, actually not expanding on him too much here, but he he talked about in one of his recent videos where he went out and he swam with these guys. There's a swim team he's involved with right now. And he's, he, they were doing some set and he totally failed on it. So he decided later that day to go back and do it again. And he had a different mindset, I think. And he focused on some different things and he nailed the set. All right. So, you know, what we do when we're struggling is is totally impactful and you know what what the outcome is right so I think this is turning into more of a mental uh yeah you know conversation but a lot of
0: it is mindset I mean you don't a lot of people think they're not capable of something and it's really all in your head
1: yeah exactly
0: I mean remember when we first got into Ironman we thought we would never be able to do the distance like I remember going through the 2.4 mile swim, like, there's just no way I could swim that far.
1: Right. And 100%, 100%. Gets, you know? Yeah. You know, and then, like, we talked about with Florida for me, and, you know, there was a time when we thought breaking 10 hours wasn't going to happen, you know, yeah. and now breaking nine hours, and it's all, you know, building the confidence to really get us in this, the place mentally that we can do these things, you know, right. and uh, it's what it comes down to. So, um, that means, you know, don't hit that snooze button. Get up, right? Yep. <laughs> well, and again, it starts, let's, let's recap real quick. It starts the night before, right? Get yourself in a position where you are optimally set up or the best position you can be so that you can, set, you can execute on whatever it is you want to do that morning and, you know, have yourself a plan in place that you can execute on.
0: Yep.
1: So why don't we call it there?
0: Yep, I got to go and get some training in right now myself. There it
1: is. <laughs> That's right. See, that was all part of the plan, right? Yeah, you got to get your run in. Part of the episode. I'm going to jump on the treadmill myself right now here. Hopefully, it doesn't die. I've been having some problems with my breakers. Just to unplug
0: everything else except yeah. your treadmill.
1: <laughs> run in the dark. There it is. So, uh, Right on everybody. Well thank you. I hope we uh, hope that was helpful for everybody and uh, keeps, gives you some motivation to get some stuff done and uh, feel free to give us any uh, feedback and we'll talk to you soon here.